from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's a Bill King show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Just known Rusty many years, does a fantastic job. He's been doing the playoff games, etc. Rusty, let's begin with Dylan Rayola. Give us the cliff notes. What happened there? Uh, I think it was just put up or shut up time. You know, I mean, the window was closing. If he, if he really had some, uh, if he really had some, you know, feelings toward Nebraska and knowing that. You know, he wouldn't go in Nebraska. He was supposed to be in Athens on Saturday, reporting with the rest of the mid-years, going to get his playbook, team run, and it was go time. And um, I think he did an in-home visit with Kirby Smart last Thursday. That's the one where you kind of, you know, finish things out, close things out. You know, kind of the – you put the pieces together here, Bill, the timing. His uncle received a new contract, an extension, and I believe a 53% raise on last Thursday by the University of Nebraska. And that kind of let him, he and his family know that his uncle was going to be there. And you, and you kind of, you know, kind of backtrack things and see like, where did this thing turn? And to me, you started hearing some of that rumbling uh, on that last Thursday, which would have been a week ago and kind of heard, uh, you know, through our own three sources, kind of heard that he was speaking a good bit when Nebraska commits last weekend. And he'll be in Lincoln this weekend on the OV. Are we at the point of no return? I'll be surprised if he ends up at Georgia. Um, You know, he hasn't publicly decommitted. Talked to some people at Buford yesterday, and he is telling people, Mike Bobo is at Buford first thing yesterday morning. Mike Bobo spent the rest of the day at the state championships. Kirby Smart was state championships, but before they went there, Mike Bobo went by Buford. That was their last visit, I believe, with him. And, uh, you know, look, he knows – if he gets on that plane to go to Nebraska, I'm sure what his decision is going to be, and uh, I'm expecting him in Lincoln this weekend. Rusty Manziel with us. Carson Beck back. Question of the day, Bill. Every single day, <laughs> um, he's practicing with the team, and uh, I think he's doing his due diligence. You know what I mean? I mean this. There's been some positive feedback. Uh, from him with NFL, and this kid's got a monster arm, man. I mean, he's yeah. six foot four and a half, and I, I think when you see him in person, he's got a laser. And I think people don't realize 
you know, until you see him. Everybody, everybody I talk to is like, damn, that kid is big, and he's got an arm. Yeah, he does. And NFL teams are going to love him the more they dig into him. This kid can do a Rubik's Cube in like 50 seconds. So, I mean, his, the, the ability to process and those type yeah. things, they're really going to like. Now, on the other side, if he comes back to Georgia, he's got a lot of primetime games. He's got a chance to be in the Heisman talk, and he's got a chance to really make a lot of money. It's up to him. Am I, am I leaning he's coming back slightly? But that's not over. Mike, the Mad Dog Noon in Georgia. Is Georgia serious about looking at Malik Murphy, who just entered the portal from Texas, or are they just putting together a backup plan? Yeah, that'd be a name. If, if Carson Beck if Carson Beck leaves, Georgia's going to be in the portal immediately for a quarterback. I mean, yes. they're they're going to bring a, they're going to bring a guy in. Doesn't mean he's going to be the guy, but they're going to bring a guy in. Georgia opens Clemson next year. In Mercedes Benz, this this playtime's over there. I mean, it's not going to be. You don't have time to work somebody in. So they got some talented young guys. Probably Gunnar Stockton will battle whoever uh, is there immediately. But uh, yeah, it's not. It's not like he's the only guy. If George, if Carson Beck goes into the portal, Malik Murphy is definitely somebody I think Georgia would would have some discussions with. Isn't it amazing, Rusty? We can go from a month ago, two months ago, a year ago, conversations about how deep that Georgia quarterback room is, and God, you know, not everybody's going to get to play. Now we're talking about a backup plan in the portal to go get a guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, look, it, them days of them days of holding three or four are over. Like people yeah. are like, well, 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 Brock Vandergriff was, you know, he he should have stayed. Of course, Brock Vandergriff has been at Georgia for three full seasons. Yeah, and, and he's like, dude, I've, I've I've given this school, you know, my my best, and I I'm going to graduate. I'm going somewhere to get a clean start, and it wasn't a bad breakup. I heard, you know, I I talked to his dad. His dad said, man, him and Kirby had a great conversation, you know, and right. he said, and his dad told me last night at Mercedes Benz. He said, I wish I could show you the text message Kirby sent me. It meant the world to me and my family when he left. I mean, it wasn't a bad breakup. It was just, it's just time to go, and uh, that the days of doing that. Those days are over, Bill. Like, these kids want to play. They want to be the guy. That's what's so rare about Carson Beck. He sit there with Stetson Bennett. He lost the job to Stetson Bennett, and he stayed. Had a hell of a year. And Georgia fans are hoping he stays one more because this is a big decision here now. Because if he stays, Georgia's squarely in the mix. They're going to be squarely in the mix because this guy, I'm telling you now, he is the real damn deal. Royal Payne who's an Alabama fan, asked, Rusty, is Ryan Williams sticking with Bama after the reclass? He looks like an instant impact elite playmaker, and I know I've heard Auburn, Alabama, I've heard Georgia. Hey, listen, I think he's going to end up at Alabama, but I'll tell you this. I saw 100,000 kids in camps this spring, and I saw him at Carrollton High School in an Under Armour camp. He was number one for me. That dude is so smooth. And makes it look so easy. I was like, "Oh my goodness, who is this guy?" I mean, it was he runs by DBs. I mean, he is the he is the truth now. He was the best player I saw in a camp setting this spring. Like he, he's a damn dude. I'm not saying I'm the expert on that, but I don't. Alabama don't lose those. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, it's going to come down the wire. But in my opinion, um, he ends up at Alabama. But I'm telling you right now, he's going to be a damn star on the next level. Alabama is the most territorial state in America. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah, it's Alabama or Auburn. And obviously the last couple of years, especially through the Harson years, you know, Auburn, they, they had zero shot if Alabama right. was really in. You know what I mean? And not the case anymore. Not the case. Uh, 
but uh, but but with him, I just feel like everything I've kind of heard bits and pieces. I, I think he, he's going to end up at Alabama. But I'm telling you now, he, he is special. Various Florida State fans asking me to ask you: Do you think KJ Bolden sticks with Florida State? I would say yes. Is that over? No. And I would say if there's a team that has a legitimate shot, it would be Georgia. Um, and, you know, there's, there, there, I'll say this. There, there, there's someone in his inner circle that prefers Georgia. But that same, that same person preferred Georgia this summer, and he committed to Florida State. You know what I mean? Right. So right. how much weight does that carry and those type of things? But right now, you know, I'm not sitting here saying he's going to flip. Uh, I think he sticks with Florida State, but I think if you're a Florida State fan, the one team I would worry about, you know, the, down the stretch would be Georgia. They were at Buford uh, again yesterday. Uh, Will Muschamp and uh, I believe Glenn Schumann, a few other coaches. So uh, they they were in front of him again. I think that might be one last time they were in front of him. I have to double check. My, my, my brain's fried right now, but I think that's <laughs> the last visit they get. I think that's the last visit they get. And uh, right now, yeah, I'll answer that question. I think he sticks with Florida State, but if you want to worry about someone, the team to worry about, in my opinion, would be Georgia. Craig in North Augusta, South Carolina. What's Shane Beamer getting, he wants to know, in Walton's Wendell Gregory? Reminds me of the Georgia outside linebacker a couple of years ago that played for the Tennessee Titans for a while, DeAndre Walker. That means he's not six foot five, but he's got six five length. You know what I mean? This guy's yeah. like six two. But he's damn got six five length, and that last night I saw him, and I thought, man, he is so long. I've seen him like three times. I think his best playing days are ahead of him. He's one of those kids that may not play much as a freshman, may get tucked away, and then all of a sudden you're like, where'd he come from? Uh, got some length. I tell you, the best news for South Carolina is what they're doing in the portal because I absolutely love Rocket Sanders, and uh, I thought he was great at Arkansas when he was healthy. And if this kid's healthy, that's a big weapon for South Carolina. I love what they're getting there in him. Rusty, we were talking prior about Ra-Ra Thomas, Dominic, love it. Yeah. And if, if you're a critic, you could say, okay, really didn't impact. If you're more of a glass half full guy, you could say, mm-hmm. they, they flashed some. Yeah. What's their future? They, they, they're, they're praying to God like every Georgia fan that Carson Beck comes back. <laughs> because, you know, listen, 19's not going to be there anymore. And I don't care what they use to recruit and, and what they said in the thing. When 19, when Brock Bowers was in the lineup, he was the guy, and rightfully so. But with 19 gone, they still got some talent, but they got to spread that ball around, more touches. I think Ra-Ra was on the verge of being that guy, man, and he got hurt. He got hurt late, and it really hurt Jordan. It really hurt Jordan's SEC championship because hurt his foot, and, um, you know, that, that, that cost him, I think. But I think Ra-Ra Thomas and Dominic Lovett are two kids. If Carson Beck comes back, it's going to mean the most to them because those two kids right there are going to have every opportunity to be to be the major pieces of the puzzle at Georgia, and they would have a guy that can distribute the ball, work another year with him, and and uh, I really think those two guys, their best days in Athens, or could be next year for like real quick. Rusty, quarterback, running backs, receivers. God knows what Georgia's going to look like next year. Now again, they've got dudes. That's not the debate. Yeah. But- this yeah. could be a big transition. This Carson Beck decision yeah, is huge. It, listen, <laughs> I don't even know if there's a word for it, but it's damn big. I can tell you that because Georgia, can, <laughs> they can be right in. Hey, you can be right in there, but if Carson Beck rolls out right now, oof, be some more gray hairs on that coaching staff.
One more, and we'll let Rusty's been doing these games, so I know he's tired. No, Kev, up in Chicago, ask Rusty about Marvin Jones Jr. Florida State. Um, I, I would be surprised if he's anywhere other than Florida State. And, you know, he got hurt his freshman year. Had, and I'll tell you this, you talking about how tough he is? He played with a torn labrum oh. as a freshman. And the year they won the national championship, 22, he was giving them they, – they had him on a pitch count, like 14 snaps a game what he yeah. could play he had surgery it cost him in the off season because he couldn't get his upper body couldn't get his strength and it took him pretty much about 80 percent of the year to get going at georgia and basically started he started like the last two or three games so you know his best days are ahead of him but listen you know nobody nobody feels sorry for georgia but when you got a five-star in jalen walker uh that plays on, on third down and pass rush and those types of things and he's gonna go somewhere where he's the pass rush guy and um you know, listen, Georgia, the days of Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State and all those, tucking those those five five stars in that room away, those days are over. Rusty, I appreciate you doing this on No Sleep, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. There he is, Rusty Mansell. Very good friend. Nails it every time. J.C. Sherbert, the big spur. As we continue, Omni Nashville Hotel. Morning. Still some heavy traffic out here just in a couple of spots, like coming through Hermitage, Donaldson on 40 westbound there at Donaldson Pike. It's moving a little bit better than it was earlier on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area where we had that earlier crash near Bell Road, and it's still a little bit slow go at times. 65 south here at Trinity Lane. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during the holiday season. Uh, you can check them out online for more information at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue. 
downtown. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolasville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, this is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derrick Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Bill King is the king of college football, and his sample size is large. Just ask him. Shane Beamer, South Carolina football, been getting several bits of good news. Rocket Sanders, J.C., talk to me about him, and if they get the 22 Rocket Sanders, they get a beast. Yes. Uh, you look at his film, and, and look, I, I thought he, you know, you watch him against Florida this year, uh, just his overall kind of highlight. He's got back-to-back highlights on YouTube, and I wouldn't. Went through them and noticeably faster in 2022. But 2023 wasn't bad compared to what the Gamecocks had at that position. Uh, of course, he's very familiar with several members of the coaching staff that came over from Arkansas. Uh, I think he's comfortable with the offensive scheme. Um, but, boy, if you can get him back to form, uh, even if he's 75% of the way there in 2022, uh, you've definitely upgraded Um it's interesting because South Carolina was number two for him out of high school. They, they recruited him. Everybody recruited him as a receiver. Um, he's almost like Debo Samuel in that whereas Debo stayed at receiver, he could have probably been a running back. Rocket would have made the transition. Uh, he's just got so much natural ability uh, back there that um, uh, it's a big boost. You know, no, no matter you know what you get out of him the next season, maybe he's not – you know, at all second team All American like he was in 2022, but uh, he's certainly a, a capable back still and a guy that they desperately needed. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And just for everybody, he's a 235 pound back. I tell you what, he's. I mean, no, no two backs are alike, but think about maybe not quite the power of Audric Estime, but a similar physical back like that who is good in green grass as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and he can he can get going downhill and run right. physical, but if he gets loose, you're not going to catch him. So uh, uh, he, um, or at least you couldn't in 2022. We'll see. But, uh, you know, it's hard to get on the ground. 
um, Arkansas. What, what I kind of liked about this year's clips versus 2022 uh, is Arkansas didn't have the O-line they had two years ago this year. So there are guys coming at him in the backfield. and He can still make a miss and, um, you know, has some times where uh, he's, he's his patience is evident, you know, he'll kind of be patient and hit a hole and stuff. Um, good hands out of the backfield, obviously, being a former receiver. So he's he's got a lot of tools. And, um, you know, I think when you start talking about what South Carolina did not have this year, uh, they certainly did not have an ideal situation at running back. And uh, with him and uh, Oscar Attaway the third, who they got from North Texas, who's a really good player too, and then I'm probably going to get a third portal running back here shortly. Uh, they've sort of flipped that room uh, and got it back to at least the SEC level, you know. J.C. Sherbert with us, the big spur. Now, A.J. Swan, who you and I talked about out of Georgia when he was at Vanderbilt, is that for sure a South Carolina commit? He is not committed uh, unless he committed, like, since we've been on the phone. No, yeah. Um, they had him in as a visitor. Uh you know, and what I, my feedback and checking with contacts close to the program is, yeah, he just he's got to decide. Like, look, South Carolina at the quarterback spot, they have Lenora Summers, and you have to understand it's going to be tough to beat him out. You know, uh, so they really are kind of whereas some schools are in the market for a one-year rental starter or whatever. South Carolina's kind of in the market for a guy they're kind of eyeing to be the backup. Uh, now I mentioned Swan and Ken Seals as that type of guy. If they get him to come, because I think both those kids have talent. I just think you know that whatever went wrong at Mandy went wrong. But um, you know he was in. He said he, from what I was told, he had a good visit. If you could get him, there's your there's your insurance policy for next year. Because behind Sellers, you have Luke Doty, who I think they would like to be a receiver full time, um, and then a true freshman in Dante Reno, who's got a cannon for an arm. But you know how how, how ready is he going to be? Uh, if you run into that situation. So uh, I think they're cautiously optimistic uh, about Swan, and I, I think that would be about as good as they could do with a portal quarterback outside of finding some dude from, you know, Division Two that, that's a diamond in the rough, sort of like the Bears' backup quarterback this year uh, that wants to come to South Carolina that they could kind of get on the down level. I hesitate to ask, but I will. I'm seeing some news that Juice Wells may be back in play to stay with the Gamecocks. True or not? That's true. Um, there's conversations. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know if it's going to work out in the end. Uh, uh, I did hear something interesting from from Tennessee folks that I know that maybe Tennessee wasn't as fired up about about taking him. <laughs> um, and you know, sometimes when you handle situations a certain way. And, and, you know, you're kind of looking at it. The new place may hesitate a little bit. Um, and so uh, I think you can scratch the Vols off the list as of now. I think it's Ole Miss, maybe Texas, or a return to South Carolina. Uh, I know he enjoyed his visit to Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin's all over him. He's good at getting guys from the portal. But, you know, I think, you know, there's a chance there. I mean, just, like I told everybody, it wasn't like Juice Wells was not making NIL money at South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina, NIL wise, took care of that guy. I mean, he got to well, well taken care of, uh, and didn't play a whole lot last year. So, you know, I, and and there's resources in place for him if he would like to return. So I, I, you know, people are kind of cautiously optimistic that it may turn out that way. But if you ask me, Bill, I, you know, I, 
I would just give you a big old I don't know, but I doubt it. If anybody's going to know what the NIL situation is at South Carolina, it would be you. Absolutely. So you're, you're yeah, saying I, uh, <laughs> you're a skeptic here. You're saying don't shut the door. It's a jar, but you're a skeptic. Yeah, and, and it's, it's about more than money at this point, though. I mean, it, it, right. uh, I don't think this fan base was happy with his decision to get in the portal to begin with. Yeah. And he's one that's all over social media, and fans will be fans, you know, and, and, and they will speak their mind. And, you know, there's a lot of water under the bridge. You know, you have to, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't know if there's damage in the locker room or not because his teammates love him. I mean, I, I thought maybe that's not something that's hard to overcome. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm skeptical for reasons beyond the NIL money. How about that? We'll put it that way. Who else stands out to you that South Carolina has picked up here just recently in the portal? Well, I really like the defensive tackle they got from Pitt. Um, they beat Florida on him, uh, DeAndre Jules, uh, originally from Maryland. You know, South Carolina's got a lot of good kids from Maryland, D.C. Uh, that they've that Beamer's oh, yeah. been able to recruit pretty successfully in that area. Uh, went to Pitt. You know, read in the Pittsburgh Tribune Review where the dude just worked and worked and worked and worked himself into a starting job. You know, Pitt had a bad season, obviously. Uh, not good on defense. His stats don't pop out at you. But one thing I do know about Pat Narduzzi, you're not getting on the field uh, unless you have some sort of toughness, work ethic, whatever. Uh, and I think you could put him in with the returning defensive tackle South Carolina's got, and it's all about competition. And he's a guy that's going to go in there and compete. He's a grown man. He's strong. Uh, they need more bulk up there. A bunch of their guys, Bill, are good players, but they're like 295-pound guys that are more quick than – been big. They need some beef, and they got him, and then they got a JUCO kid that's 340 pounds that they're bringing in. Uh, so that that spot uh, is looking looking pretty good. Uh, I mentioned uh, Oscar Ardaway from North Texas. Um, he's a kid from North Little Rock, Arkansas. I, I believe Dowell Loggins tracked him out of high school. Been in North Texas four or five years. Really has had a good career. Was injured one year. Kind of got platooned last season, but still averaged 6.1 yards per carry. He's six foot, two hundred twenty pounds, downhill guy. Uh, I like him as well. As far as the, the that guy they got, they got Jaden McGowan from Vanderbilt, probably a kick returner type guy, slot guy. Uh, and then this kid Jared Brown they got from Coastal Carolina was very productive, uh, sort of a a receiver. I mentioned Debo earlier. Uh, you can use, he's not Debo Samuel, but you can use him like that. You can pitch him the ball and he makes plays. Good speed, uh, originally from Atlanta, so. It's been a pretty good portal haul so far. I think I think if it ends the way everybody thinks, it, it could be better than last year for sure, um, which wasn't terrible, but really had they had some guys they missed on that they could have used uh, last season. So, And that's, that's a function of the NIL situation improving and uh, more resources and things like that. Jim in Granger, Indiana, wants to know your thoughts on Notre Dame getting Bo Collins, who had been at Clemson, and then R.J. Oban, the announcement, I guess, just yesterday, they get the Duke defensive end, who's a player. The kid from Duke is an absolute baller. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he got to Duke, but they got him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was Cut, David Cutcliffe or who got, who got him there, but uh, right. he's really, really good. 
Uh, Bo Collins, to me, fits as a, as a you know, he's that tall kid from California type receiver. Um, probably fits at Notre Dame quite well. Uh, if you, you know, if he can catch the ball and, and he's healthy and all that, get to the open field, he's fast enough to take it to the house. Uh, I think he's a really good pickup for them. Um, you know, and then of course you got Riley Leonard too, who, uh, I, what a season he had or he was having before he got hurt and you can keep him healthy. I mean, he's, uh, he's a guy that can throw it really well, but also has the legs to, to be a difference maker. Uh, for the Irish this year, I I think Notre Dame man needs to really just coach better. I think that's, that was their problem this past season. I think if they coach better, they can make some things happen. Craig in North Augusta, does JC talk to Beamer about the amounts of money in the collective? No, I have zero discussions with with uh, the head coach about any of that. That's dangerous. I mean, that's he, he's a he's. I mean, I'm sure he's aware of. Sure, resources that are there, but head coaches, nah, no. Mm-hmm. And even if I did, I don't know that I would talk about it. No, that's. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you straight up, I don't know. I'm being honest there. Topwater assassin Clemson fan says, I like JC. I also like picking on the Gamecocks. Tell him it's going to be in the 50s today in South Carolina. You're killing me, Smalls. It's uh, I'm bundled up, man. It's 20. I had to scrape off the windshield today. But, hey, uh, I'm less than 10 days away from heading to West Palm Beach for my wedding. So uh, I'm certainly looking forward to that and spending Christmas and New Year's down there. Yeah, you won't have any problem. You'll probably be, what, 70s when you're down there? Yeah, 70s. I, I forecast right now it's like 75 to 80. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Question here on Twitter from Jim in Spartanburg wants to know what's left in the portal for the Gamecocks. Well, they're going to go for a third back. Um, they still need more help at defensive line. Uh, if a corner and wide receiver, depending on what Juice does, but I still think they'd be open to taking uh, either another high school guy or another portal guy receiver. Um, you got the tight end coming from. I keep wanting to call him Brady Cook, but it's Brady Hope or something, and it's similar to Brady Hoke, who also coached at Ball State, which is really confusing me. Right. But Brady, yeah. the tight end from Ball State, coming in this weekend. Uh, he was a freshman All American in 2022 before an injury uh, kept him out last year. But but he's he's that six six, two hundred fifty five pound blocker hybrid guy that they need. They have they have some tight ends that are like basically big receivers. They need more beef and blocking and stuff, and then they got some young dudes they got to bring along. So, I think he's next. Um, of course, the backup quarterback situation, as we discussed, uh, one more running back. If they can find a corner that they like, I think they'll take him. Um, and then, of course, uh, edge defensive end uh, would be another spot. I think if the right one came along, they would definitely be interested there. If you think about it, JC. There aren't many good quarters ever in college football. There just aren't. I mean, it's. I think it might be the most difficult individual find out there. So if 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 I had two DBs that were returning and I spotted and knew that a corner who was real sticky, let's say it's Ben Morrison, which is probably not a good comparison because he's ridiculously good. I'd yeah. take Ben Morrison if I had two All Americans in my in my secondary. You know. Oh yeah, well, I mean, think about how much uh, spread you get, and 
you know, you got to cover slot guys and teams that are loaded at receiver. Uh, and, and that, that, you know, so you can always use a third or even fourth one on the field at the same time. And you're right. You see, coverage is sort of a lost art these days. It's become kind of like the NFL. It's more of a, a passing, passing teams game and quarterback receiver game and all that good stuff. And, and there's just so many good receivers in college football. I mean, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough when you uh, are out there and, you know, and, and then the defenses in college too, many times will put you on an island and just say, hey, go play, you know. So uh, it is difficult. South Carolina has been pretty fortunate. They've had a string of good corners through the years. Um, so they rarely are they lacking and, and, right. and bad at the position. But certainly if they found the right one, I think they'd definitely bring him in. Down to seconds, literally. Daryl the Great down in Georgia wants to know, ask JC about Gerald Kilgore. Or, Joe Cup, visited yeah. South Carolina, has an offer. He's going to visit some other places, but, uh, you know, playing time's important to him. He's uh, he's drawing Kilgore, the freshman All-American's brother. Right. Uh, so I'd, I'd say maybe on the Gamecocks. Sometimes kids want to go their own way if their brother's someplace, but uh, last year, Tennessee Tech transfer, uh, you know, the playing time was important. He's going to make some other visits and then circle back, so we'll see what happens there. He's, he's a really good player, though, Bill. I think uh, he's definitely power five. Jim down in Jupiter actually lives in Wellington, West Palm area. Says congrats on coming down there. Have fun. Ha, I got you. See you, bud. See you next week. Thanks, man. All right. There he is, J.C. Sherbert, TheBigSpur.com, also Carolina Rise. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Trying to clear up an accident out here on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. It's had traffic a little bit slow coming in from Antioch from Rutherford County up through this stretch here on 24 westbound and again at Haywood Lane. Still a lot of volume out past the airport on 40 going westbound at Donaldson Pike. Lots of radar is still out here. Give yourself plenty of extra time to slow it down. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during the holiday season. Check them out online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Brandon City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visiting grizzlies.com. College sports. Bill King knows a few things. Today on the show, T.J. Pittenger, our good friend with Off the Hook Sports, Dave Hooker, J.C. Sherbert, Rusty Manziel. It's incredible. We bring these guys on. They don't know what the questions are. Now, they probably have a feel for it because it's what they do every day, but we don't pre-package or tell them what we're going to be talking about. And then you guys out there in the audience start peppering them with questions, which is beautiful. That's what I like. I want your questions on these airwaves. We're unique. We do things different around here. I love it. I love it. And when you folks are saying, Bill, what about this? What about that? I like it. Now, I don't get to all of them, and I have to apologize for that. There's no way to get to all of them. But I get to as many as I can. And I love that. You you are involved. When I have somebody on and you have a point that you want to be addressed, I like that. I want you folks part of the interview or conversation process. I like that. I love seeing your questions. And it stimulates. It makes me think. Yeah, it, it it makes the brain, makes the synapses fire even better. 
don't know if you're a neuro, that's what you would say if you if you have brain surgery, but since I'm not a neuro, I can I can term it like that. I love it. Yeah, I love it when you guys are totally involved. Steven from lovely Hawkinsville, Georgia, says Bill. How long before Billy Boy gets the axe down in Florida? I would say 24 will be the come to Jesus year. 23, regardless of how ugly it looked at times for the Gators, was not the ultimate come to Jesus moment, according to those making decisions now. We all have opinions, but the folks who actually make decisions for Florida weren't going to do anything to Billy Napier this year. They want to see it play out more. 24... The season coming up, the college football playing portion of the season coming up is the true come-to-Jesus season for Billy Napier. I have told you I don't think he makes it past 24. If you said, Bill, I'm going to demand that you bet it. You've got to bet. The bet is a simple yes or no you got to take one. Does he survive past 24? I would put my money on he does not. Now, am I going to sit here and guarantee it? No. But I know history, and I know the way this plays out. It is not trending well for Billy Napier. Yes, you can point out coaches who have struggled for a couple of years before they got it going and then did get it going. Mark Norvell would be one. But that's not the norm. Usually, if you're struggling, the struggle does not discontinue. The odds are against Billy Napier. The next part of this conversation we need to have is the fact that when schools avoid doing something in the name of give it one more year, most of the time, that's a mistake. It just prolonged a year what you could have already done and had in place what you hope is the right hire, and now you're churning into the future with the fresh new look. Most of the time when you delay the inevitable, and I'm sure Florida doesn't believe that's what they've done, okay? Fine. But most of the time when you delay what should have been done, you're simply costing literally your program a year where you could have been advancing with the new fresh look, new leadership, all of that. Usually that's the case. We'll see. Florida's schedule is arguably more difficult. Let me see. I had the SEC pulled up here, and let me see if I can rapidly acquire 
the Gator schedule. There is Texas, Texas A&M, Tennessee, the Gamecocks, Boomer Sooner, Missouri. They're going to make me work, aren't they? Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU, (laughs) Kentucky. There's Georgia, Florida. Florida opens, as we know, with Miami. Sanford A&M at home at Mississippi State. Open date UCF at Tennessee. Then Kentucky open date. Cocktail party November 2nd at Texas. LSU Ole Miss Florida State. That is brutal. Their last four games are cocktail party at Royal Memorial in the ATX. LSU, Ole Miss, which is freaking loaded offensively, and at Florida State. That is not a let's get well schedule. That is a very prohibitive schedule. Anyways, we'll take the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Trying to clear up an accident out here on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. It's had traffic a little bit slow coming in from Antioch from Rutherford County up through this stretch here on 24 westbound and again at Haywood Lane. Still a lot of volume out past the airport on 40 going westbound at Donaldson Pike. Lots of radar is still out here. Give yourself plenty of extra time to slow it down. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during the holiday season. Check them out online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. 
It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. College sports. Bill King knows a few things. That is not a hey. We're gonna get it all together this year. Schedule. It's it's tough. Steven also wants to know, Bill, can Colorado build a dynasty through the portal? Well, not a dynasty. You're not going to have a dynasty there, but can you build it to where you're going to bowl games and being a threat inside the uh, Big 12 where they are reuniting? Yes. They have, in essence, the last week gone to the portal and brought in a brand-new offensive line (laughs) in about a week, including Jordan Seaton, who – according to some reports, was offered as much as $4 million by Tennessee and turned it down to Colorado. Now, he's not getting that much Colorado. Now, again, I don't know if those reports are factual. I'm skeptical, but Tennessee's Spires group is very mighty. And they wanted this kid bad. So let's say they offered him 2.8 million. I don't know what it was. I have no idea. No idea. Man, he, he wasn't in the portal. That's that's a high school recruit. That's an IMG Academy kid, Jordan Seaton. But no, no, no. That, there's no dynasty. There, there's only two dynasties. That would be, well, there's one. It would be Alabama football. And they're continuing to upgrade the resume. And then Georgia, uh, flirting with a three-peat is pretty special. Only other team to try and do that recently is Alabama. That's that's really special to be able to do that. It's, It's quite difficult. The smoke doctor up in Ohio. Bill speaks volumes. Brian Day hasn't had one positive story about his coaching ability since that Michigan loss. At least I haven't seen one, he says. CBS classified him as one of their losers. Also, McCord's portal move confirmed he made the worst choice for quarterback one, QB one this year. Yeah, I mean, who knows what that conversation was. I don't know if Brian Day said, look, we love you. Appreciate what you've done for us—the hard work. But we're gonna, we're gonna try and do better at quarterback. We're gonna be in the portal. I'm excited about Devin Brown. I I want to see him play. I want to see him try it out, get the ball first, and be the quarterback, and see what we um, 
notice. I do want to say I don't place a lot of emphasis on what some dude does in a bowl game. Even if it's good, you have to be careful because that doesn't necessarily translate into all spring, summer, August, now it's your ball and everybody knows it. And they're studying you up and that's different. A bowl game, even if you you break out that day, doesn't necessarily prove something. It's nice to see, means you're capable. It doesn't mean that translates once you get to the next playing portion of the season. It might, but it oftentimes does not. Let's say you play poorly. Does that mean you're going to play poorly next year? Maybe not. But I'm excited about Devin Brown. And, And whoever the Buckeyes get in the portal at quarterback, I'm excited about that too. That's unclear, but I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, I would be shocked if Florida State plays Sunbelt Billy next year. He'll be fired during the season before we play them. That last stretch, let me just repeat it. You got some tough games before that. You have Miami. You have A&M. You've got uh, at Tennessee. That last stretch, the November schedule for Florida is obscene. It's Georgia, cocktail party, at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State, and Doak. That's lunacy. What if you hit that stretch right there and you have two, three losses, which is entirely very possible? The wheels could fall off by the time you get to November or in November. You could be on the side of the road leaking oil with no wheels left. Georgia at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss at the Doke. That is, <laughs> that's psychosis. Now, again, Florida fans, big. Let, let's broaden the scope. You've heard me preach for a century on this show. I know what Florida's capable of being. Florida's capable of being elite. Not many schools are capable of being elite. That's a big lie. Very few are. Florida is one of them. I just don't believe in what's going on there right now. So if if this conversation gets you down, and I'm sure you don't like hearing it, keep in mind, a bigger picture is still always available for Florida football. That, That part doesn't go away. Florida, when they're right, can go fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. Athletes, linemen, QBs, does not matter. Anywhere, anytime. If you're a Gator and you followed them for a while, you know what it looks like when it's right. That ain't what we're looking at right now. See you at the Omni. I'll be there about 5.30. Me and Brandon King. Michelle King. We'll start the party around 5.30 today at the Omni. Hope to see you. Lodge Bob.
960 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, 